Good morning, little prince and princesses. This is Oprah Trade at Little Princess Talk Time. Today is Monday, October the 26th, 2020. I hope everyone had a nice weekend. Yesterday was my birthday, so I'm getting getting started a little late this morning. I really enjoyed myself yesterday, and I hope you guys had a great weekend. So today, we're still talking about relationships. And I guess I'm going into it just a little bit deeper. I said we were talking about the different um, the different events in relationship that affects our relationship, whether it's our relationship with our partner, our spouses, or our significant other, whatever you want to call them, or even our intimate families. Uh, there will be things that comes up in relationships that... Um, that can really throw you if you don't know how to maintain your relationship. Okay, so trauma. We're going to talk about, first let's talk about traumas. Traumas is our next subject. Trauma could be any unexpected, critical event that happens in your life. I'm going to give you some examples. Like um, you find out that your boyfriend is a drug abuser. You find out that your girlfriend is a drug abuser. You find out that um, someone was sexually assaulted when they were a child. So you're looking at child abuse. Then you find out that person was raped. You find out all these different things from interacting with people. So you can't get around interacting with people. So as a individual, as a couple, you have to make yourself aware of things so that you can see these things when you're in a relationship. When you begin in a relationship, you can see your eyes are, are not closed, but they're open. So you have to make yourself aware. We have, I think that we t- have a tendency to walk around unaware of things. Um, you know, we try to, I mean, the internet makes us a little bit more aware of what's going on in, in, in each other's lives, but we have to, we can't walk around with our eyes closed as if it will not affect us because that is not, that is not how you maintain relationships. Okay. Some other, uh, significant events. You may have had an alcoholic father or a mother. You have death. People die every day. And you have uh, wars. People go to war and wars and, and come back. They have PSTD. They, you know, the event, the traumatic event. So basically what this traumatic event does is that person is not able to process that in their mind. Even they haven't figured out how to handle that situation. And they don't know what to do with that. So sometimes I think it's important that we also understand our mind. That takes us back to uh, the almost my first or second session where I talked about the, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. Conscious means that you are, you're aware of what's happening. Unconscious means you're not aware of what's happening. So our subconscious means you're not aware of what's happening. So stuff happens automatically with, subcon- with the subconscious mind. So you need to go back and study that. And you can, you know, the way you can treat this is you can go to counseling, but counseling don't always, always give you the answers that you need because now you're putting your trust in somebody else to help you with your problem that only you know all the significant uh, events of what's happening. Uh, details. 
So you have to kind of, you're going to have to try to help yourself as long as well as get help from others. Uh, it's just not, a, uh, you go to a counseling session and you're there for 55 minutes for once or twice a week. That, I mean, but look at, look, okay, so you got another 24 hours time, f- uh, five more days. And whatever that is, you you with yourself. So basically, when you find yourself not able to process an event, you need to start working on it yourself at home. And if you can't handle it, then you need to go get some help. Or you can go get some help and still work on it yourself. You have to figure out what's best for your uh, situation. So these uh, traumatic events that happen, let me show you how they will play out in a relationship. Uh, a person has hatched, uh, has been a child abuse. Uh, they was they were abused by their parents. So you're gonna have trust issues there. There's, I mean, that person may never trust you to the point where you trust them, and then you may be frustrated in the relationship. That's one way it could play out. And let's say somebody got raped before they were old enough to be in a relationship. So that's abuse. That's child abuse. Okay, so maybe that person have issue with sex. And you're wondering, why is this person having an issue with sex and don't want to have it? And in their mind, you have to think about in their mind, it's something wrong with sex. It's not necessarily something wrong with you. It's something that they have had a traumatic event and has never been able to work their way through it. Every... um, Every situation in your relationship must come to a resolution. You have to come to a resolution in your mind, not just in your just between the two of you. Each person has to have to resolve that issue in their mind. So that person has to resolve that issue in their mind. And if they can't resolve it, then it's going to spill out over into your relationship. Another uh, example, maybe you had an alcoholic Sometimes some kids have alcoholic parents. All right, so they themselves may not be an alcoholic, but then they have to deal with um, the results of what they saw. Yes, whether it was irresponsibility to the child, so the child could have been neglected in some way. Uh, so they're gonna have issues with trust as well. They're gonna have issues with with uh, people being, uh, maybe even themselves as being responsible because they've never had, they've never seen a responsible adult. So these are things that happens in your relationship, and you need to look for these things so that you can resolve them before you decide to marry that person. That's why ninety nine percent of the marriages don't work out. It's not because people goes into the marriage. Um, expecting it to fail it's because people go into the marriage unaware uneducated don't know how to handle the situation never had to deal with that situation and so once they get in it and see it and then the, the, instead of facing that situation they run from it and that's a natural response and then we have death so everybody somebody dies and somebody's family all the time so we have to come to grips with death and knowing that somebody will die. And, you know, and part of that is we do, we attach ourselves to people. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be attached, but I am saying that we should be aware of death. Okay. So 
it, which means that it can happen to me, it could happen to you, it can happen to your loved one. And so you got to figure out how you're going to process that when it happens. And then the, the last piece that I could think of a traumatic event is uh, a war. So some of our men go off the war and they come back, they are fragile. And just imagine, if you saw somebody blew up, wouldn't you be, a, wouldn't you be fragile? Your mind don't know how to handle that because that's not the way God made you. He made you to love people, be there for them. And so when we see stuff like that, our mind doesn't know how to process it. Okay? And um, so this happened. So the, basically each individual perceives things different. That's why we all have different opinions, uh, different, uh, we believe things. Okay, so our belief system, let's talk about your belief system. Your belief system, you come here in this world with a belief system. You believe something. My mama, if your mother took care of you, you build a belief system and trusting somebody to take care of you until you can, until you can take care of yourself. Uh, until you, you know, until you know how to do what you're supposed to do to help yourself. So that's the first belief system that you get. If you, if you, if, but if you was in one of these families, like um, an alcoholic, child abuse, or uh, sexual abuse, or uh, okay, so if you were in one of those families, your belief and trust system is is messed up already. So they go, you're gonna have that problem with that spouse or with that significant other because they they don't have a belief system of trust. Because they didn't have it in childhood. So this is a lot to think about when you're thinking about getting together with somebody. Um, The one thing that it says what your belief system is, let's get a definition for that. According According to Google, it says the law of belief says that you do not necessarily believe what you see but you see what you have already decided to believe. You always act in a manner consistent with your innermost beliefs and conviction. In fact, you can tell what you or anyone else believe by simply looking at what they do. So basically, okay, so basically let's say uh, you're in a relationship this particular person has a trust issue. So that person is going through your phone. If I trust you, I wouldn't be going through your phone. If I trust you, I wouldn't be reading your mail. If I trust you, I wouldn't be calling you every five minutes to see where you are. So those are the things that you they do. And that in itself can tell you, okay, we're going to have an issue with this. A trust issue and can you fix it by yourself first of all that person who's doing the things has to understand that they have a trust issue if you can't get that person to see that they got a trust issue you're going to have a trust issue throughout your relationship until you get until that person get the help that they need um i wish i could say this was an easy process but when you're dealing with a person's mind and a human individual Everybody perceives things different based on their bringing up, based on their belief system, based on how they've been taught. 
So if somebody is taught, has been taught totally different from you, then guess what? They're going to have a total different perception of how to handle problems or how to handle um, somebody's mistrust. So guys and gals, prince and princesses, this is the issue that you are having in your relationship. Go back, I really say go back and study your mind, your subconscious and your conscious mind. And the book out there is by, uh, one of the books out there, it's a lot of them out there, but one of them out there is by Joseph Murphy. I think he make it simple. He make you understand that uh, how to solve your problem that you are having in your mind. And once you get that problem solved and you understand your mind, then you can deal with other people's issues as well as yours and your family. If you don't understand, it's like, I can't create something if I don't know how it's created. I can't understand how my mind functions and works if I don't understand how it, how it was created and what it was meant to do. Okay, the good example of the mind is... Your subconscious mind was made to just repeat itself. So a good example is your subconscious mind controls your breathing. You don't have to tell yourself, I need to breathe. Your subconscious mind controls your heart rate. You don't have to say heartbeat. Your subconscious mind controls your appetite. You don't have to say, I need to eat. It's going to tell you, you need to eat. You, the last time you ate was 24 hours ago. You're hungry. So that's what the subconscious mind, but your conscious mind is your rational mind. So your rational mind say, hey, that looks dangerous. I don't think you should do it. Your subconscious mind ain't going to tell you that. If you don't have no fear, your subconscious mind going to let you do it if you decide to do it. It's not going to tell you not to do it. So that's how understanding the mind can help you in your relationship. All right, little princess, enough talk about relationships and traumas. Uh, we all have traumas. So we can't point our fingers. Everybody has some form of trauma in their life right now. All right. So go out, learn, study, figure out what you can do. For those of you who are following us with Ford, Ford is still going up. I want to say on Friday it was at 8 something. And the options were at 340. We got in at 280. So if you have bought that option at 218 and it's at 340 you have approximately like maybe 120 and if you have bought more than one that's 120 per 100 uh one contract one contract is equal to 120 dollars that's how much you made off that option all right little prince and princess until next time this is Oprah trade at little princess talk time we will continue to talk about relationships in our next uh, in our next podcast. All right, if you want to see what I'm doing, I told you I set up a uh, uh, I set up a website for jury. I'm talking about a, the diamond. Most people do not understand that a diamond is made out of pure carbon and turns into graphite at some time, and and then turns into a cubic. Uh, shows a cubic shape inside of the diamond. That's a rock. And so people are selling diamonds for 25000 and up, depending on telling you whether it's real. 
And I asked the question, is a diamond real because it is said to be a diamond made of the com- uh, raw components? Or is a diamond real because uh, the way that it's processed? So man has learned to process the diamond by, uh, with the same amount of temperature that the earth d- does it in a shorter distance of time. What makes a diamond real? The component is made of or the process? I'll let you answer that question for yourself. And my shop is at Beecham, what is it? Beecham-shop.company.site. That's Beecham, B-E-A-C-H-E-M, dash shop, S-H-O-P, dot company, dot site. Thank you.